0: to bra or not to bra exploring a journey of life's unpredictable twists and turns how to claim your personal power from within and lead a fun fulfilled soul-driven life one epic hilarious insightful coffee chat at a time let's get real let's get raw this is your host em on bra or not to bra hello guys welcome back i am so happy that you're here listening to this today it truly means the world to me and it's so amazing to watch the progression because the bra or not to bra fan club is growing every day and i cannot wait to dive into today's spiritual episode with y'all if you are a newbie to the show hi welcome yay i'm so glad you're joining us here's a little bit of what you can expect In each episode, we are sitting down with a different guest from all over the wellness world so that we can discover ways to step into your worthiness and make the empowered choices to live the life you deserve. My name's Emily. I'm your host, and I am a certified health and mental wellness coach with a passion for helping women step into their most powerful, confident, badassiest versions of themselves. Today, we're talking with Bridget Rose, intuitive tarot reader, teacher, and spiritual resource. Bridget is known for starting her own spiritually aligned business centered around using tarot as a tool for healing. It all started with using spirituality as a tool for her own healing, connected to the grief and passing of her best friend, which she gets into during the show. And now she helps clients from around the world connect to their own intuition and feel empowered from within. Bridget is bubbly, unique, she's a magical spirit, and I'm so honored to have her on the podcast with us. In this episode, we talk about Bridget's spiritual development journey, how she moved from being a skeptic, which I know we've all been there, to now being all in. We talk about what tarot reading actually is and the difference between a tarot reader, an oracle reader, and a spiritual medium. We look at some of the common myths around tarot reading and bridget takes us through her intuitive tarot reading process that she uses with her clients and uses on me at the end when she gives me a live in-person tarot reading that honestly like it takes a turn that neither of us were expecting and looking back on when we recorded this about a month or two ago i i cannot believe how much of that has come to fruition. It's just, it's, it's nuts. I can't wait for you guys to share that experience with us because it is really fun. All right, y'all get ready for all things tarot. We are jumping in. Okay, guys, we're getting started. Let's get going today's episode is with the amazing Bridget and this is exciting because this is the first episode that we're doing like in person yeah okay yes awesome so are you ready yes because this is kind of like a lot of pressure I'm a teacher I can't anything
1: Okay. all day.
0: Oh my Give God. us yeah. a little background.
1: Who are you? What do you do? So I am a teacher by trade. So I teach high school. I've been teaching for the last eight years. I what taught abroad. Teach? So I taught abroad for three years. I taught English and then I came home and I've been teaching history since. So in the midst of all of that, I started doing a lot of like spiritual wellness, and that's kind of how my tarot practice was born in like a small nutshell. That was the. Dive very deep into that. Simplest synopsis (laughs) ever. Yeah. Wow. I get to the
0: point. Wow. Good thing (laughs) I'm good at interviewing otherwise and be like, okay, thanks, bye. bye, (laughs)
1: Okay, so you taught English. Yep. Where were you? I was in Spain for two years, Burgos, and then Madrid, and then I went to Thailand for six months. Ooh.
0: So are you fluent in Spanish?
1: No. I knew like the colors and like, the flags, I don't even know. Like honestly, around. no judgment.
0: Because yeah. <laughs> I studied abroad in Paris and yeah. I knew zero French yep. going into it and still know. Oh yeah, Emily in
1: Paris. Yeah. I know that was kind yeah. of my show. Yeah. Didn't the first time that we well, I so, yeah. I was like, you look like her.
0: Okay, so should we tell that story? Yeah. The first How time we met? that we met? Yeah.
1: Oh my god, yes. I,
0: I don't see. know where did we get.
1: It was so I posted on my Instagram, like I was at an MK event, like Move In by MK. Yes. and then you were there at the same time. So this time. is so
0: movement by MK. Her yeah. name's Mary Kate, and she does. She used to be called Froyo Fitness. So you went to an MK event, yeah, and then so did I, yeah. And it was it was like a workout event, mm-hmm. fitness, and
1: that's where we met we didn't meet then you had like direct messaged me and I was like oh cool like and I saw like you had posted with MK and I was like I love her she's so nice and then we just started talking like oh my gosh
0: yes because you know what I did after that event
1: I did you stalk all of us I went into MK's (laughs) like
0: story because she reposted Mm -hmm. everyone's post about it and I clicked on anyone who was tagged or anyone that posted, oh, and like okay. if I thought that they were <laughs> cool, decent <laughs>
1: humans, I passed.
0: <laughs> but oh I God, messaged I them because yeah. I'm like, okay, well we're like-minded yes. clearly.
1: I love that, and we were all there at like eight in the morning on a Saturday. Yes, so that takes a certain
0: yes. individual to be there. I mean, clearly, we're both amazing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we met there, and then we talked on Instagram, and then I asked you out on a girl date. date. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we grabbed coffee, and you changed my life. Oh, thanks, Bridge.
1: You, you did. I was like. Because we met up, and then you were like, I'm a health coach, and I was really interested. Then, like, I feel like we were talking about everything, and then you said health coach, and I was like, immediately. And I already knew that you were, but I was totally zeroed in. And I, because I've been wanting to be a health and life coach for the past two years, like, looking into programs. And
0: I had no idea at that point. Yeah. Like, we didn't go into this being like, oh, um, can you no. tell me all about this so I can figure out my life?
1: It was literally, yeah, just, like, meeting up for coffee and, like, like-minded wellness people mm-hmm. in the Chicago area. It was so fun. And then I, like, zeroed in on that, and I got so excited. And then you told me about both that and then your transformational coaching program. Yes. And I think I literally – I told you, I was like, I need 24 hours. My um, group program. Yeah. Okay, so I'm
0: telling <laughs> her – Honestly, you guys, like I was talking so much. There was a point where I was like, Can we like I need to drink coffee? Can yeah. you tell me about you? <laughs> I asked so many questions. Yeah, I was I was like, yeah. I love you and I love that yeah. you're so interested, but I want to genuinely know you too. Yeah. And so I'm telling you about my group program. yeah my look in the mirror, love what you see yeah. because were has me more and more questions. You were interested I'm yeah. like what I exactly. did group coaching and individual coaching, and I was just describing it. Mm-hmm. Like, not, I mean, hopefully I'm never salesy. No, but like, never.
1: And it then, was never salesy. I was just kinda like, wait, I wanna do that. Yeah. I think I literally said that, and then I was like, I'm gonna wait 24 hours, and I was like, I got home, and I was like, I'm signing up
0: immediately. <laughs> Cause you were like, I'm, I wait 24 hours to yeah. make every important decision, yeah. and then she messaged me back in less than 24 <laughs> hours, and I was like, I'm really fucking awesome, I'm- aren't I? <laughs> Oh my God, you changed my life. (laughs) Okay. You're, you're in the middle of the program. Yeah. So let's talk about you first. Aww. Like, yes, I'm an awesome coach, but this is about you and what your transformation has been. Let's start like before we even met. Yeah. So you said you were already in the spiritual area. Yes. What the hell does that mean?
1: Okay. So this goes back like 10 years, and I feel like I've talked to you about this. My best friend passed away when I was 18, and after that, this is like we went down the whole spiritual rabbit hole. Her family started going to spiritual mediums. So a spiritual medium is someone, like they're the medium between Earth and the spiritual, like the universe. Yes. So they could connect with people that have crossed over. So me and my friend Liz went, because her family, my friend who had passed, her family had recommended us to go see this medium. So we went, and I like went in, and I was like so skeptical, and I was like, no way, this is real. We both walked out, we're like, <sighs> like bawling, and it was so accurate. She knew where I had like eaten. What do you mean she knew where so, you Guys, it was crazy. So it was like around Thanksgiving time and I was working at the movie theater and I had eaten my Thanksgiving meal in my car in the parking lot. And I was eating Burger King. And then when I went to the medium, she was like, were you like alone in your car eating Burger King? And I was like, did you see her the next day and not shower or something? Guys, Did you smell I swear. Like no, I. It was like a week later, and I was. She was like, Julie was with you, and I was like, like I freaked out. So who the hell goes to Burger King? And it was the only thing open on Thanksgiving. <laughs> I was in a pickle. I was working in my movie theater outfit. I was struggling, and I was clearly missing my friend. And I was like, oh my god, it was so wild, That's
0: so bizarre.
1: Ever since then, I've been like, yep. And then I started seeing signs, and okay, I would what does that mean? So, like you see three, 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 right? You see angel numbers. So a lot of people see repeating numbers,
0: also known as angel numbers, angel numbers that
1: are signals from the universe saying like, "Hey, you're doing a great job." So you might see three, three, three on a license plate, and then look it up afterward and be like, "Oh my god, that was so relevant." Yes.
0: So, or like signs. someone who sees the same like. 2.22 22 p.m. Yes. every day, or like something that you continue to see, see. and then you're yeah. like, why the hell am I seeing yes. this so much?
1: And yes, and it could be animals too. It could be like I started seeing owls after Julie passed everywhere, and that's why I have my owl tattoo. Okay, explain so, your owl tattoo
0: because it's really cool. Oh, thank cool.
1: you. Um, so after Julie passed, I, me, her whole family, everyone started seeing owls, and like any time, I'm not joking, Anytime I would think about her, like an owl would pop out. And I'm like, what the heck? So one time I was so upset, I was crying, I was in my car, and I was like driving home. In the suburbs? In the suburbs. In the
0: Chicago suburbs, owls
1: popped out? Yes. In the middle of the street, in front of me, there was an owl. And I was like, I had to, I had to like pull over because I was like unwell. It was just so bizarre. What? So a lot of those things started happening and it was too obvious to ignore the signs. Yeah. So then I started like Googling. I'm like, what does owl mean? And it's like wisdom. And and so at that point, were you just at the beginning, like, were you still a little yeah. skeptical? I was 18. I was like at U of I, you know, partying on the weekends, not, you know, trying to get yes. through my friend's passing. Like I wasn't really, but I started like at one point, I think it was like my junior year. It started getting, I started seeing angel numbers everywhere and I was like, okay, this is getting really crazy. So then I started getting more into it. But it wasn't until way later on, probably, like, when I was 24, when I really started, like, using spiritual tools, which led me to tarot. So I used to just see mediums once a year. Okay. And then... To to connect connect with Julie. Yes. Okay. And honestly, it helped me through her passing so much. Like, if I didn't have that, I would have, yeah. And
0: each time, was it, like, how did you know that?
1: Oh, yeah. Like, and it was so reassuring. You're very comforted, too, it's kind of hard though because it's like it opens a door where you're grieving and you're like, oh, I miss them so much. So it helps in a beautiful way, but it also can like, so I can see how people might abuse it a little bit and mm-hmm. might need to like have actual therapy versus like spiritual therapy. Oh, if that like, and
0: abuse it. Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah. In and like, I get to stay connected to them through this. I'm not going to grieve, um, process yes. the grieving. Yes. That is really, I never thought about that, but yeah, that can be detrimental because you're never processing the grief.
1: Exactly. So then I started like, I would go maybe like twice a year and then I stopped going and that's totally fine. Now I, I love, like I still love to go, but now I started noticing that my mediumship session started becoming more about me and less about Julie. And that's when I knew that my grieving process was getting better. Ooh. So now I know she's with me all the time. I could be like, hey Jules. Yeah. Like
0: did you call her Jules? Yeah, okay.
1: and I see her birthday all the time, and I'm like, I know she's with me all the time. She's here right now. Yes, she's set. She's we put. This I have couch to show here. you some crazy things that have happened. Like my, this is I don't even know if you're gonna include this, but um, on the day of her passing, so this is a 10 year anniversary of her passing, and this is happening wow. two years in a row. So last year on the day of her passing. I was sitting on my back porch and my downstairs neighbors came up and they were like, oh, like they like work for a wine company and they never had gotten me wine ever. And they were like, oh, Bridget, like, I feel like you would like this wine. Like if you want it, like you can have it. The name of the wine was Julie. Like just Julie? Julie. What kind of wine was it? It was Rose. And then a year later, me and my friends, or this is this year, this summer, me and my friends order a bottle of wine because we all go out like for her. The anniversary we her passing, ordered a bottle of wine. The wine came out. Julie,
0: is the wine good?
1: Yes, it's so good. Well, and I, I was like, not drinking it right. Now. I don't know, but I was like, so like just so undeniable. So it's just wow. Yeah. So that's why spirituality has been like okay huge. So, funny. but a medium is so different than what you do. Yes, I'm still no. okay. So I would say I'm still channeling, like. So you're a tarot reader and oracle. Yes. Explain what you do. Okay. So if you came to one of my sessions, I would meditate yes. on you beforehand. So I meditate and I connect with your highest self. So
0: we're going to do a trial one in a little yes. bit. Yes. Okay, cool. Yes. Oh, I'm glad. And you're I want to do like a this. full like
1: hour session with you, but I would meditate on you beforehand and then connect. But if you get like a traditional tarot reading, you can just do like a regular reading and someone could actually like read the meaning of the cards and do that. I'm more intuitive because every tarot card has a meaning to it. So you literally could just read the card. Like it'd be like, you know how you used to get vocab terms in front of you? So it'd be like a vocab term like agriculture. Yes. And then that's the business of farming. Like it's the same for a tarot card, like two of cups. That means partnership. So there is a definition for every single card. Got it. Okay. But I read intuitively so I might see the actual tarot card, but I might be picking up on a different message than what the traditional tarot card means.
0: So like you're not just a textbook. Yes. Okay, so that's good.
1: Yes. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, but people read in such beautiful ways that can interpret it just for what they are. But I would say if you're going to like New Orleans and going into like a random, you know, like sh- that's how they read tarot. It's very yes. like by the book. Um, but I'm very like, I think about my client I meditate on you beforehand. I ask you, I have an intake form. So I ask you if there's anything you want to focus on. And a lot of people say like love and partnership, career, purpose, or they could just be surprised. So whatever. This comes is up. so cool. Yeah. And I'm starting to get like nervous. Oh my God, you're going to be fine. You'll be fine. If I did a whole session with you, then I would meditate on you beforehand. But now it's just going to be more like Direct. This is so funny because this is totally tables turned because yeah.
0: now you're, I'm your coach and now you're about to like do what you do to me and I'm fucking tarot.
1: Oh my God. Adam. I am very positive too. Like, because there are in tarot, there's cards that are traditionally seen as bad. I don't know. There's a better word for that. But in reality, everything has. Like life, there's a silver lining to everything. And you, yeah, if you go back in life and you look at the things that were bad that happened, you turn out to be some of the biggest and best lessons. So, anything I I'm not scared. I'm like excited. But like I'm anticipating
0: the goosebumps. Okay, so you started tarot reading as a hobby.
1: Yeah, so I went to one of the mediums that I went to and they use cards too. And I was always like so excited for the cards part. And then one of the mediums I went to, he was like, why don't you just buy cards yourself? And I was like, what do you mean? I was like, I'm not like mystical like you are like, cause I thought it was something that he had that I didn't have. So then I was like, okay, I guess I'll like buy a deck. And then I got obsessed with it. And then over quarantine, like I, You know, like 2019 was like my real spiritual awakening when I started using all these tools and learning astrology and human design and all the fun spiritual rabbit hole of life. So cool. Yeah. So I just started using it as a tool kind of to get through. Like for yourself. Yeah.
0: Okay. So it started off with you being Mm -hmm. intuitive with you. Mm -hmm. So then how did you go from that to being like, oh, people will pay for this shit. Yeah, I know. (laughs) So
1: it was covid and I kept pulling cards, how can you help others? And so I started posting on my Instagram, and I remember this scared the shit out of me. Like the
0: cards like, were saying, how can you help others?
1: Yeah. So I kept oh, getting that cool. message over and over again, and like bringing in a community and finding your soul tribe. And I was like, I don't know how to do that. They're not showing up. Especially at my in door. COVID. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I legitimately don't know how to do that. So. I was like, okay, I guess I'll just start posting on my Instagram and come out of my spiritual closet because I was so, because I'm a teacher and teachers by trade are very like traditional, mm. you know? So I was like, what if my students find me and X, Y, and Z, and then I got over that. And now my Gen Z students are like all into all this stuff. Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> have you ever had any parents that have seen it and they're like,
1: nope, nope.
0: because I got gotten under- parents as
1: clients? no oh my gosh that would be awesome that would be amazing but um, I go by Bridget Rose like I don't go by my last name either true I thought your last name was
0: Rose for a solid amount of time
1: (laughs) It's actually my confirmation name. My real middle name is Reardon, but that doesn't roll off the tongue as well. <laughs> so I picked Rose. So I go by that. So I don't think they find me. That's yeah.
0: Funny. So during COVID you start posting.
1: Yes. So I started posting on my story saying, if anyone wanted a card pulled, let me know. And so I would send them the card and then it comes with like a little booklet. So I would send them the card and then I would send them a picture of the card meaning from the booklet yes and then one of my friends so she's a psychic medium and we started dming and messaging each other and she was like you know you can just interpret the cards on your own i was like what do you mean like no i can't and i didn't realize that i have something called intuition which all of us have and it's just something that we have to build our muscle with so then i just started i was like okay i don't need the book anymore and i just started interpreting the cards as well it meant to me and I just started practicing and doing like free write journaling and something happened and I started meditating more I took a whole class on how to build your intuition okay um, so there was like something structural there that you were like okay this is the step to
0: stepping further yeah. into myself okay so you have the interest you realize you have an intuition and then you're like I know I can do this let's further it
1: yes and my friend, who had the psychic medium, who had been DMing me, who's now one of my best friends, she's amazing. She was leading a class, and she's like, "Why don't you take my class?" So it all like unfolded. So at the you meet all time. of your
0: friends, <laughs> <on Instagram. laughs> and then sign up for their class. Literally, I was she like, meets "Great!" Uh, says, if, if you want someone I to hire you again. for your service, <laughs> just
1: reach out to Bridget on Instagram and ask for a coffee. Literally, it was like literally that. Exactly what that was. So That's amazing. It was exactly it. Because I've met so many, and like, how else do you meet people in COVID? It was through Instagram. Yeah, you don't. And then I did Bun Undone, Morgan, her self-care society. So everything, I felt like I was getting like all these tools at once. And then I started charging people. People were like, why are you not charging people? And I'm like, what do you mean? And then I was like, wait, this could be a business. So then January of this year, I started my business. Okay. So then more and more people start
0: coming to you, like, repeat clients. And I was like, I can't, yeah,
1: handle all this energetically. And
0: then we met. Yeah. And you were like, oh, this is the path. Yeah. That you can become a coach. Yes. And have both of them plan to one big, powerful thing.
1: Yes, which I could go a whole another route. Yeah, I was just going to say, we're not going (laughs) to go
0: fully into that. But I just want the listeners to know that she now is getting certified Mm -hmm. for her health and transformational life coach certification to build onto her intuition and tarot reading Mm -hmm. knowledge. You're going to be like a freaking powerhouse. thank you.
1: It's so cool. I'm very excited. One big spiritual
0: tree house power. Yes. (laughs) Yes, it all connects. Okay, so we always start out with asking yeah. each other random ass questions. Do you know what the segment is? Yes. Okay, I cool, do. good. She listened to the episodes, you guys. Woo-hoo. <laughs> do you want to ask me first or do you want me to ask you? You ask me. Okay. What was your first AOL screen name?
1: Smileygirl731. I made it when I was <laughs> she like- She says with such a huge <laughs> smile on her face with pride. I loved it. I, I'm almost positive I still have that as like my Yahoo email. As well. Almost positive, or you know, I need to like actually go on and like log in, and I'm actually super curious now, so I'm gonna probably do that soon.
0: I'm gonna email that. you for yeah. sure. <laughs> I love that.
1: I loved it. Okay,
0: so seven is that your birthday? Yes. 731. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, if you think she's cool, reach out to me, I'll let you know where you can send a gift to her. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll like screen them message. first. Yeah, I'll make perfect. sure they're not.
1: Like,
0: <laughs> what was yours? M L E 1392. Oh, that's cute. Get it? Like the letters yeah. M L E. That's super cute. And it was really cute. Yeah. And then 1392, which is my birthday. So you're born January. Sorry, that's very confusing. Sure. October 13th, oh, 1992. Okay. Cuz like I wanted everyone to know how old I was yeah. at the time because I didn't know about predators. <laughs> and um I loved that
1: one. So then I was obsessed with 80s movies. So my second screen name was Don't You Forget About Me, and then the E was a three because it was from The Breakfast Club and it was the song at the end, and I legitimately was obsessed with that. That's movie. the longest screen name yes. ever. And I don't know if it had an apostrophe, but it don't was. Don't you
0: forget about me. You can't even, okay, when you pulled up that like <laughs> tab where you saw who was online, yeah. <laughs> you can't even see your full screen name. Don't you forget. <laughs>
1: So yeah, that forgot. is really long. I didn't think about
0: that. Wow. Yeah. So from a young age, just doing your doing own thing. thing. Yep. Yeah. I love That's it. So funny. Okay, favorite 80s movie? Breakfast Club.
1: And then I love Stand By Me. Ooh, Those are my two favorites. Let's watch that later. I love Stand By Me. All right. Bring it, girl. I'm ready for my question. Okay. What was a lie that you believed for way too long?
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. so I'm the youngest of three sisters. And, um... love them to death like they're literally my bestest friends but that was a detriment to me in this scenario because i was very trusting of them yeah so my oldest sister would tell me that there was a man that lived inside the hole of the strawberry so like you know when you bite (laughs) the strawberry and then you get like halfway there and there's like the little hole in the inside she literally convinced me that there was a little man that lived in there and so i would be scared to eat the whole strawberry because i didn't want to eat the little man you guys and (laughs) she wow i'm so excited for when she listens to this did she just like make it up she's made it up (laughs) and i just fall out like most gullible sister ever just took it all in and believed her and then One time we were like at dinner as a family and I I said something about it. Like I referenced it. And my mom was like, Emily, there is no man in there. You could eat the strawberry. (laughs) And I got so mad. I think I tried to defend it first. I think I was like, no mom, there is. I swear. (laughs) I was like way too old for this, Bridget. Like probably like eight. Oh no! Yeah, I'm so sorry. But now I make smoothies with strawberries yeah, every like, all day. The so you like, and I'm not it. killing little men. No. Out. <laughs> exposure therapy <laughs> just got oh over again. Oh my god, it's fucking amazing. I love it. Okay, I need to know because I have my conceptions, yeah. about tarot reading yeah. and like mediums and all that, and I want to be fully on board. Yes, but I'm not gonna lie, and I know there are listeners right now it's hard not to be skeptical for sure yes so what are some of the myths that you hear a lot
1: so I tarot especially honestly guys I'll be honest like tarot used to be like not touching that because I think it's seen as such a people see it as scary and they see it as like almost like occultish versus mm. something that you can use as a spiritual wellness tool, which is how I like to spin it. Um, but there are some cards. I think I said this earlier, like there's a devil card, there's a death card, there's a tower card, and people see those and they're like, I don't wanna know about that. I think people get really it's funny, it's ironic because people don't wanna hear the truth. And that's what mm. tarot is. So that's the common misconception, is that, oh, we're gonna label this as occultish, but in reality it's just telling you everything you already know because you're not a fortune teller you're not like oh someone is going to die no
0: it's it could be something okay i'm totally making this up yeah it could be something like maybe someone passed away recently or maybe someone didn't pass away recently but someone passed away who was important to you and you haven't thought about them in a long time and subconsciously that was eating away yeah
1: So, I would say, like, if I'm giving you a reading, I always say this beforehand. I'm like, anything I tell you are things that you already know about yourself. It's just here to reconfirm and reiterate your story. So, if it was something that was brought up, like grieving, then I would say my client probably had to have that resurface just for them to work through that wound. Mm. So, I would spin it as something more positive, but I think... They're, that tarot readers do get a bad name, like the ones that you might go yeah. see. And they might give beautiful tarot readings, though. I'm not going to say, like, you go see someone on the street. and Right, but if you're
0: seeing a tarot reader and they I haven't probably, taken the time to connect to their intuition, yeah. I think for me that's what's scary about yes. it, and then taking what they say as fact yeah. without knowing if I can trust.
1: And I would say, too, I always tell people, like, take what resonates, leave what doesn't. Yeah, It doesn't, you do not have to make sense of it. I could say something so random and it can make sense to you a week later and it might make no sense to you at the time that I'm giving you the reading. Yes. And you're like, Bridget, what? And then you'll re-listen to the session like a month later and you're like, oh my gosh.
0: Totally. That
1: made sense. So I think that's why Tarot could get like a bad rap because... Number one, like what we see in movies and the TV shows ball yeah, the like, cards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I remember the first medium I went to, I was like, I was expecting you to look so much different. And she was so beautiful and so chill and awesome. And yeah, I think when we're kids, that's what we expect. I mean, it's
0: literally, it's in the cartoons. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly. So then, what's the difference between tarot reading and coaching? Oh, okay. Um, tarot, I feel like I'm, so coaching is more asking questions and pulling out answers from questions versus tarot is more like a session I would be talking at you the entire mm. time whereas in a coaching session I feel like I ask one question and then you know yes. the client's talking the majority of the time and then I'm trying to you know get information through what they're saying but I feel like tarot is pretty much like
0: it's a little more straightforward yeah. and then and then they get to interpret exactly afterwards yes it's a lot I, I always like
1: it's a lot for them to process yes
0: whereas like and and what you we were saying earlier you were saying like anything i tell you you already knew yes whereas with coaching it's like anything that you discover was already inside you i'm just helping you bring it to the surface yes oh
1: my gosh yes i just got chills that's exactly it cuz there's so many things like now cuz i'm in the coaching program now i'm like And now doing my sessions, I feel like they're so much stronger because I do have now this like short, even a short amount of time, but this coaching background that I can like pull off of. Yeah. And you know, and then you take the,
0: like you're, you're bringing things to the surface, but not like a, oh, I'm processing my childhood. Yeah. More like a. Tapping things open, so like maybe it's something like if you read something cool, it'd be like if you did a tarot reading Mm -hmm. and then like they, I mean you're going to be a coach too, but then like they came to me and told me about what the tarot reading was and it just gave me a little more direction to coach them because the cool thing about coaching is you you then bring to the surface so that you can move forward, not just process. Right.
1: And we call it in coaching the why underneath the why.
0: We and do call it the why thing. underneath the why. You know what I why? mean? It's
1: like I might present to you. Ooh, that's perfect because yes. surface. I didn't even do that on purpose. It's very, it's perfect because I know. yeah, like the the card reading is just the surface level, but then throughout the session, that's why I do think of it as like spiritual therapy. I'm not a therapist, but it does kind of.
0: It's all under the same you know umbrella. what I mean. Yeah. yeah, so
1: it's very healing, and people are like, "Wow, like you see me for who I am," and like. I don't, I say like, I don't even need the cards. Like you can still like process yeah. human connection, but I think it's nice because it's tangible.
0: It gives you a tool. So it's if tangible. someone's coming in for a tarot reading, mm-hmm. how do you get the most out of it? Like what it? What are some of the common blocks that you see women having mm-hmm. for really stepping into that experience?
1: I love this question. First all, I would say come in with an open mind and just know that like you're, a lot of my clients have never had an intuitive guidance session before. Honestly, like I think what I've created, I don't think I've had like a session like that before, so it's very unique and every session is different. So I just say like come in with an open mind. You're going to leave feeling better than when you came in. So as long as you're here and willing and knowing that what I say to you might not resonate, but you're still going to get something out of the session, then you're going to have a great time
0: and have fun too. I like that. So like going in with a, I know this isn't black and white. Yeah. Rather than, because then that's when your critter brain can jump in. If you say something that doesn't resonate, yeah. then you're like, this is a bunch of crap. Yes. And then you completely ruin yes. the experience.
1: But luckily I've had amazing clients and that has not happened. I'm very lucky.
0: Okay. I'm a little nervous to ask this question because <laughs> you're going to be giving me a reading in the hot sec. <laughs> oh my God. Are there ever times when you're doing a reading and you pull something...
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and you're like oh I don't know if this is my place to share with them
1: I get that more when I'm meditating on them like I could pick up on their energy but it's not my place to let me give you an example so once I had a psychic reading and they told me that I was going to get a DUI and I was like oh what my god I was like oh my god and I've never had a DUI and I was so I was like maybe 20 21 years old and I was like oh my god and I knew from that point on I was like I am never gonna go to like a random psychic again and believe what they say that doesn't I thought you were gonna
0: say I'm never gonna drive drunk again or I'm never gonna drink and drive I love love that that's not the lesson you took from that
1: no oh my god yes of course I was never gonna drink and drive I was freaked out (laughs) and I never was gonna do that anyway like I'm such a rule follower in that sense she's smiley 731 I know So I was like, and I've never gotten a DUI, but I was like, oh my God. And I knew, I always think about that situation though. I'm like, how horrible is it that she told me that and that maybe she would have told somebody else that and they would have believed it. And that would have Ruined, I mean, it definitely... The rest of their week. Yeah, like I was like definitely scared shitless after that. I'm like, I'm never, not like I ever did, but I was like, oh my God. So I always feel like in my readings, I'm never going to give you information that again, that you don't already know. So I might pick up on something, but I'm not going to say I would let you to come to that, like coaching. I would Mm -hmm. let you come to that conclusion and I might ask the right question. But I'm never going to tell some. Tell just someone. like I like in coaching. The coach doesn't tell
0: you exactly what to do. Exactly. And if they are doing that, it's not really a coach. It's yeah. a plan. Yes. And, and it, it, it that can get scary because sometimes when you have an authority figure that's telling you something, yeah, that especially that is going to happen, yeah, there can be a big part of us that likes to subconsciously that manifests. Yes. What we get told. Yes. And so, like, let's say it wasn't even going to happen or wasn't in the cards for you. (laughs) Wasn't in the cards for you. And then you're like, oh, well, she told me this is going to happen. So I'm going to, you know, just keep driving while I drink a little bit so I can get it over with. Yep. That's scary.
1: Yes. And I think going back to it, too, like, we all have free will in life. So I could tell you something today and it might, your life can change tomorrow. So I always tell my clients that too, like no matter what, you have the chance to make a decision and better your life. And hopefully this has given you a tool to do so. And I think another thing too on that, what I'm doing, you can do. Mm -hmm. And I want to give you that power and empower you to use your intuition as well. So, because I used to think that when I went to mediums, I was like, oh my God, they're like mystical and they got some gift that I didn't get growing up. But in reality, it's like, no, everyone was born with intuition. It's just flexing the muscle. 100%. So. 100%. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I'm really just, like, your spiritual friend. <laughs> like, maybe I'm, I like, a little that. stronger have, than like, you. I don't know. I have a my... little, like,
0: cartoon image yeah. of this, like, <laughs> smiley little blonde girl, like, sitting on my shoulder, just cheering me <laughs> along where I'm going. Okay. Let's do it.
1: Yay. Okay. So whenever I read, I set an intention for my client and this is a quick tarot reading, so I won't like meditate on you beforehand, obviously, yeah. like I didn't, but this'll be more direct, quick reading. So I always set the intention for you to see what you want to and need to for the highest good of all involved. And I just start my reading. So Amazing. that's it. Yeah. Okay. Ah, I'm so Amazing. excited. If you're doing it in person, it's actually cool. Cause you can actually like split the deck. Yes. So do you want to split it into um, three piles? Yes. Three. Yep.
0: Does it matter if they're the same size? No. Or different sizes? doesn't matter,
1: yeah. (laughs) And then you put the pile back together.
0: I'm gonna just not ask questions,
1: all right. (laughs) And then, okay, set the intention for Emily to see what she needs to for the highest good of all involved. And then I'll shuffle. Oh, oh my gosh, Em. Oh my God. Okay. The devils. (laughs) I love it, I love it so much, okay. So I'm going to interpret them facing me, not facing you, but I'll face them towards you so you understand afterwards. So Emily, you got the Wheel of Fortune. So this is probably one of the best and you have very masculine cards in front of us. So Emily has... I'm bra or not bra. <laughs> So
0: maybe my future is creating bras really? for men. Maybe, I don't maybe. know. <laughs> uh, eh?
1: I don't know, Emma. Okay, so you have the Wheel of Fortune, King of Wands, reversed, Knight of Cups, and then the Devil. So (laughs) if I saw this, I actually do feel like there's a romantic offering coming in for you. So the Knight of Cups, he's like the one that is very related. Knights are all action-based. So whatever male is in your life, I would say go for it and like take the emotional offering that he's giving you because even if it doesn't turn into anything you can just have that as like something that you've experienced and gone through. And I feel like you have like had a past relationship that might be affecting this current one and kind of keeping you from moving forward a little bit. So they're kind of saying honor that past relationship and let him go is what they're saying there. And then what you're working towards is the King of Wands. So he's super passionate and he's very fun and fiery and like airy and like I feel like he's... So me,
0: guy version? Exactly,
1: like your perfect match, but he'll be able to like... I feel like he's like fanning the flames a little bit in like the best way. Ooh, what do you mean? So, you know like when there's fire... I think I know what you mean. Like there's fire and then you fan the fire. He like helps you be your best version of yourself. Yes. I was not expecting this to be romantic, by the way, but it is. I keep saying to
0: people that I am... I am ready for a man... To not balance me out, but match Yes, yes. Me.
1: He is meeting you where you're at.
0: Yeah, because I'm fucking royalty, like. and yes. so is the king.
1: Yes. Yeah. Do oh you hear gosh. that, you guys? <laughs> I love this. Um, but it is honoring your past relationships and just saying to them, like, thank you for showing me what you showed me, because that's what's going to bring in this new, beautiful, emotional offering. And then with the Wheel of Fortune, this is everything turning in your favor. So it surprises and... Again, especially with the Knight of Cups, it's this new emotional offering that is really exciting. I don't usually say dates, but it does feel like October-ish for me. I feel like October collectively is like a big month of, oh, it's your birthday.
0: It is my birthday. So it's a big
1: month of transition. And it feels like too, I'm like you have all the tools that you need and it's just like believing in yourself that you, and I know you do, but that you're capable and that's it. So you can have it all. And I feel like this is what you've been asking for like the partnership because you kind of like the career stuff feels like you got it's coming Mm -hmm. to fruition so then you could pull something like maybe a client would ask can I have a clarifying card on what you just talked about like on love and so I could pull a clarifying card is this something where like you because I have so many things that I'd want to say
0: to that like do I wait or do I
1: so I would ask, like, do you have any questions on, because I just pulled for your current energies, so I would okay. ask, do you have any questions on the current energies or specifically on something that came up, like love yeah. for your and career? Yeah, and for me,
0: it was actually about my ex, my past relationship, because, oh my god, holy shit, Bridget. That's very interesting. Wait, this is bizarre, because...
1: Do you want me to talk to you about it? Yes! That? Okay. I don't want to say it feels like you can't let him go because it feels very beautiful, but there's a part of you that can be unlocked in that relationship and that it will help you release the burden of it. Whether it's still doing the inner work, which I feel like you've already been doing, but the 10 of wands is about, especially in reverse, he's like, I just want to let this go. He's like, I just need to drop the baggage. And it's, a 10 card so that means you're almost there so 10 in numerology is the completion of the cycle i see that i'm like she just has to honor it that's the first step and then energetically let it go
0: okay so this is beyond bizarre okay (laughs) because i just ran into my ex in the first time in two years are you kidding me because we broke up pre-covid i i broke up (laughs) pre-covid stop and then I moved back to the city. We can see you can see the building that we lived in from my apartment.
1: Maybe oh that's my God.
0: something that, like, when I'm seeing it, it could be subconscious. Uh huh. Yeah. But usually when I see it, I'm like, ha, I love yeah. this life. Yeah. Like, thank God I yeah got out of a relationship I didn't want to be in. But just last week, I ran into him. For the first time and i i moved back to the city in may yeah so and we live a few blocks from each other and i kept being like when am i going to see him what like i just yeah. wanted to get it over yeah. with you know he's a really nice guy like yeah. nothing against him yeah and you know that feeling absolutely it's like, you're like
1: oh where is he at? wow and like i would ask my client this too like, have you ever honored that relationship for what it was and after you saw him were you triggered or did you because you, you saw him for a reason at the exact time you were supposed to. So were you triggered when you saw him? Or did you feel proud of yourself for letting go? Both. And then I would say journal on why you felt both triggered and why you felt relieved and proud of yourself. Is it possible to see an ex and not get triggered no, in some way? there's no way. Because like my heart would jump out of my chest. But it's at a time to... You're like, you know what? You served a beautiful purpose in my life and I don't need you anymore. Yeah. Allow
0: it. Yeah. I have no idea how much of this I'm going to put in (laughs) there.
1: You don't have to. (laughs) But this is like how sessions go. I'm like, I could pull one card and we could talk about one card the entire time.
0: These are all so highly correlated.
1: You literally got the card of the entrepreneur. And it's like knowing your power. And that's why the person coming in for you is going to meet you where you're at. And it's like you're not meant to play small anymore. That's not you. You're bigger than that. So I feel like that's probably why. Actually, that was so brave of you to have that breakup. And I don't know who broke up with who. That's like you stepping into your worth.
0: It's around my birthday, which here's the weird part. Yeah. When did you say October?
1: With the Wheel of Fortune.
0: Okay. So I realized when I broke up with my ex. I've had four serious relationships. Every single one of them I've broken up with in October. What? Mm-hmm.
1: I just got chills. That is so wild. Mm-hmm. And it's Scorpio season. It's like the transformation of all. Oh wait, no, my first boyfriend I yeah, didn't. No, but, but, still, but that was, that was yeah. my first
0: boyfriend. So it's almost wow. like I, I have my birthday, I reflect, and then I and like then, stand in my worth.
1: It's good. I see, that's why I keep looking at the Wheel of Fortune. I see the Wheel of Fortune is. Fortune, like, it could look as something bad, but like we talked about earlier, it turns out for your highest good. Mm -hmm. Okay, so there's this guy that I'm
0: talking to on one of the apps, and we... I'm just going to call him Skittles Boy, (laughs) because we we don't need to say his name here, and we literally have been talking about snacks and Skittles. (laughs) I was like, should I tell him I don't like Skittles? Um, (laughs) But I need to put that in this episode, because... Skittles boy, if you're the one, we're playing this at our wedding.
1: (laughs) Oh my God. Stop. I love it. He's the king of wands. He doesn't even know. So fucking funny. Oh my God. Oh my God. I love it. Okay. Whew. Beautiful. Wasn't as scary as you thought, right? But I like I like to get surprised too, cause like I didn't know the direction yeah, of what so that I was going in.
0: tell me a little yeah. bit about that because you said I was not expecting romance.
1: No, I wasn't. I thought I was supposed to be more career, but then it was very not. So good. that's amazing. Yes. and it's exactly what I needed. This was the one spot that I needed
0: more spiritual guidance. Oh, I on.
1: love that. And you always get exactly what you're supposed to hear. I love so. that. It's your intuition too. I'm just a mirror of you. So I'm just reflecting what you already know.
0: If you could leave everyone listening with one main takeaway, whether it's about tarot readings or just something that you've learned over the years, Mm -hmm. what would that be?
1: It would be to trust yourself. I feel that we lose, especially as women, we lose our intuition. It's a very beautiful world, but it could be very our masculine and very in control. We all have a masculine and a feminine inside of us, but I feel that we need to lean more into the intuition side mm-hmm. of us and just keep trusting yourself and have faith in yourself. And I think we forget to tune inward. So keep tuning inward and the external turn off the monkey mind and yeah. listen to your heart is what my biggest advice would be. To anyone, and so yeah, and go buy a tarot deck and have fun. Don't be afraid of yeah. it. Pull a card every day and like. Should I go show down up on my hole? on my Skittles boy date with a yes! tarot deck? Do it! Oh my god! And then he's like, I know exactly what I'm getting myself into. So <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna take a picture yes. of the card yeah. <laughs> you pulled and send it.
0: This was so amazing. Oh, I'm so glad I'm. Thank you, yeah. so much for coming on for I'm... doing this in person. So fun, so fun. I can't believe I just got my first reading. Is it fun? You survived. I'm addicted. Yeah. It'll be great. Yes. All right, y'all. That's a wrap.
1: Yay. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Oh, I loved it. So fun.
0: So fun. I loved making this episode for you guys. Make sure you rate, review, and share this podcast if you love it. Love you all so much. Talk to you soon.